0: welcome back to the montgomery Companies podcast i'm your host jordan montgomery and today i am with a new friend justin donald uh, they're calling this guy the young man's warren buffett and i got introduced by my good friend david nurse and i've just been so impressed with justin in our preparation and research we share some mutual friends in common um, this guy's not just impressive in terms of his intellect and his giftedness but also his heart and the way that he serves. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about Justin before we dive into conversation. Justin is the author of Lifestyle Investor: The Ten Commandments of Cash Flow Investing for Passive Income and Financial Freedom. His book, Lifestyle Investor, is a number one Wall Street Journal bestseller. And to put that into context, um, this book beat out a book from Barack Obama, Donald Miller, James Patterson. Like this is a book that's well read and very well received. Uh, in our country, by Wall Street, by many who uh, I trust and respect. And so uh, Justin has written an incredible book in Lifestyle Investor. He is the host of the Lifestyle Investor podcast. He's got a masterclass, a mastermind, private coaching, speaking. He's a family man. He's strong in his faith. He resides in Austin, Texas. And uh, Justin, I just got to say, man, I've been looking forward to this conversation for quite some time. It's an honor to have you. Thank you, man, for making time for the show and uh, appreciate you hanging out with the Montgomery Companies community. Well, oh, I appreciate you having me,
1: Jordan. This is great, and uh, gosh, for a build-up, and intro like that, I feel like I got to hang out more often. You are great well, at uh, you know <laughs>
0: making people feel good. Well, I'm just trying to learn from you, man. I'm trying to soak up <laughs> as much knowledge from you as I possibly can, and I also want our listeners to hear this because you walk your talk. Uh, we were connected through David Nurse. There was like an email chain, and you were delayed in your email. No big deal. And then a couple of weeks after the email goes out, you respond back and you say, hey, I take a lot of time off in the summer. I've just been enjoying time with my family. Forgive my delay, but I'd love to be on the show. And so you don't just talk about this stuff like you're living it, you're walking it out. And I know that you and reinvest a lot of your time with people that you care about. And that's what your life's work is all about. So I just want somebody to hear that when they get maybe distracted by the fact that you're an investor or that you're trying to help people grow wealth or accumulate, that you're also really focused on helping people buy back their time. And that's where I want to start. You say this, Justin, you say, I want to help people take off the golden handcuffs and buy back their time. Can you tell us what that means to you? Yeah. Well, so
1: to me, I feel like first and foremost, most people live in a reactionary world and they are just putting out fires, resolving problems, but it's reacting to whatever stimulus is, is there. And I think most people don't take the time to be intentional and actually plan out who they want to spend time with, where they want to go. Who do you want to spend time with as couples? Who do you want your kids to spend time with? Uh, And because I believe that we should be constantly focused on shaping and growing our peer group uh, on those that mentor us and coach us and the peer group of our family members, specifically our kids. And so for me to take time off in the summer, you know, you you think about, um, you know, kids, you've got 18 summers and that's it. So to me, it's like, why am I going to work during this precious time that is very finite. Um, And and so that really is kind of like the genesis of the lifestyle investor brand itself. You know, the first word is intentionally not investor. The first word is lifestyle. And it's because I really wanna focus on my lifestyle and, and my values. And I want to encourage and empower other people to do that too. And I think that so often people find themselves 10, 20 years down the road in a job that they don't like or running a business that they don't like. And it's hard to leave the thing, you know, for the unknown, when you've become accustomed to a certain lifestyle, that's comfortable, it's nice, it's predictable. Uh, There's routine in all of it. So it's hard to break that. And especially when you become a high income earner. Well, then it's like your mind plays these tricks on you and says, well, you know, it's, it's probably not going to be better over there. Like if you leave this, this is the good thing. So, you know, you, you probably shouldn't try anything else because what if you only make half as much? And, and for most people, they have built an expense their, their, their lifestyle expense equals close to the income that they make. And so it's hard to leave. So that to me is, you know, being locked in these golden handcuffs where maybe you have a good job, on paper, it looks nice. You have a prestigious title. You've been doing it for a long time. So there's some seniority. You make good pay. You've got you know, some perks, some bonuses coming up. There's always a bonus coming up. Uh, you know, and, and companies are clever in the way that they structure this stuff. But I just wanted to be in a place where I wasn't doing things out of routine. I wasn't doing things for money. I really wanted to be in a place where I could live the life that I desire to live with the people I want to do life with and be in community with and just really be intentional there. And I've just found that when you figure out how to make money and cover the expenses that you have, your, your choices become uh,
0: so much more plentiful. But Jim, Jim Collins famously said in the book, uh, Good to Great, that good is the enemy of great. And that's really the essence of your work, right? You're, you're trying to help people give up what might be good to live a life that's great. And one of our good friends, Jeff Wood, said, I want to be a family man with a business, not a businessman with a family. And, and we, could, we could plug in a different word there if you're a woman who's listening. But the point is this, uh, spend time, invest time with those that you love most. And that's the essence of your work. So you talk about this idea of a freedom vision, Justin, um, talk to me about what it means to have a freedom vision. Like, can we, can we riff on that a little bit? You bet.
1: This is kind of like the foundationary, like part of figuring out what it is that you want. So it's funny, like during my time of coaching and I don't do a whole lot of coaching these days, but, uh, I've coached a lot of people over the years. And it's funny when I say, what do you want in life or what's your ideal life? Nine times out of 10, people immediately say, well, I can tell you what I don't want. I don't want this. I don't like this. I, do, you know," And they riff on all the stuff they don't want. They're so focused on the things they don't like. I just think that people need clarity. Uh, and when I say I think people need clarity because I needed clarity, I also think there are other people that need clarity as well. Uh, and so I, you know, I, I'm not trying to project. I'm really trying to share the things that have benefited me and, and worked for me. But Uh, my experience in just interacting with, coaching with, consulting uh, companies, people, entrepreneurs, founders, salespeople, you name it, uh, people in financial services, like the things that I notice is it's easy to get busy, really easy. It's easy to do these activities that make you more money. And then there are certain expectations then about where you are. So it almost kind of like locks you into what you have to do in the future to impress people or to, you know, maintain the lifestyle that you have. But we as a people are so busy filling our time with stuff, responding to social media, putting out fires, uh, responding to whoever is talking to us versus like cutting out all the electronics It's spending a day getting clear on what you want, getting clear on what you want for your family. What are the values that you hold uh, in highest regard? And are you living those for your family, for yourself? Uh, What is it that you want long term? Because the goal of the lifestyle investor is to empower people to live a killer life, whatever life that is, but on their terms. Right. Not answering to someone else, but being able to make decisions out of strength, not weakness, not weakness of needing to maintain a certain social status or a certain income or certain anything, but out of strength in that you don't have to do anything. You don't need a job. You don't you know, a lot of people leave their job and they start a business because they want freedom and autonomy and, and all this, except that the business eventually owns them. And they end up working more hours than they worked when they were in a job. And, but it's okay. It's justified because you're making more money in some cases. In some cases, not. You leave to work harder and you make less, um, you know, in the world of startups. But uh, let's say that you build this great business. Well, often most entrepreneurs have a hard time getting out of the way. They're the bottleneck to the business. Everything has to run through them. And it's, it's a just time consuming, energy sucking uh, type of life. So I just think that we need to be intentional about what we want out of life and where we want it to be and who we want to spend time with. You know, my wife and I um, do this annual planning uh, day where we plan all kinds of stuff, what we want for our family, what we want our relationship to look like, what we want our relationship with our daughter to look like, who are the couples that we're going to hang out with together and be intentional and schedule trips with, uh, who are the people we're going to hang out with solo. Um, you know, we, we each have like our top 10. Um And then who are we going to help our daughter uh, spend time with? And then who are the people that are going to coach and mentor us? And so for us, there's, there's a game plan. It's not up to fate. It's not up to like just responding to whoever's in our world at that point in time, we're seeking out the things that we want to
0: live. So you've had a plan, you have a plan and you've had a plan. And here's what some people are thinking as they're listening to this conversation, driving down the road to their place of work or to that lunch meeting, here's what they're thinking. They're thinking, all of this sounds amazing. And I wonder what this guy did to position himself this way. And so I know, cause I've done the research and, you know, I've gotten to know you uh, by way of other relationships. And so I've, I've heard about you and prepping for the show, but could you let our listeners know, what was your story, Justin, what are the decisions that you made? And then how did you get to the place where you're at today?
1: Yeah, it's a great question, Jordan. And the reality is it's not going to hope, have an it's not going to happen overnight for most people. You know, most people don't have some big exit and boom, they're just set. Uh, or, you know, a lot of people think you're set at that point in time. What's funny is money runs out pretty quickly, uh, especially when you have a, an expensive lifestyle. But, uh, you know, the reality for me is I've never had a, a big home run win. I, I haven't. Most of my stuff has been singles and doubles. Mm. Um, and, There's just been a lot of consistency over the last 20 years. So I didn't have this big liquidity event where I had millions of dollars. Uh, That would be cool. I know a lot of, I mean, a lot of my clients are that way. A lot of people in my mastermind have that. I mean, I love it. I think it's cool. Uh, That just wasn't my reality. So I just did it one step at a time. I remember when I was young and uh, I was, working some long hours, you know, trying to get uh, a business off the ground. And I mean, I was getting there at 6 a.m. I was leaving at at like 10 or 11 p.m. Some days I would get there at 5 a.m. and leave at midnight. I mean, I was sleeping very little for a good stretch of time. And I remember one night late at night, you know, I had a bunch of friends that were going out and uh, I said, you know, I, I don't regret not going out right now because I'm building something that to me is more important and I'm willing to put in the time. I'm willing to put in the work ethic. In retrospect, I didn't need to do what I did to be successful, but in the time I wanted to prove to myself that I had the work ethic and I could outwork anyone. And so I think there's value both ways. I I was able to gain a confidence that I had the work ethic to do anything. So I value that. But in that moment, I said, I can miss this with my friends because I'll hang out with them this weekend or I'll hang out with them some other time. But when I have a family, this is so unappealing. Like I can't be like this. I mean, it would be brutal trying to date someone seriously in this type of you know work ethic startup environment, and um, and then to have children—that's just crazy. So. I knew right then early on that this was just going to be a season and I had to figure it out. And so even with this business, as I scaled it, the goal was to remove me, the business. I didn't want to be about me. I wanted it to be about something else and another team could run it Mm. and I could jump in where I need to jump in. And eventually I knew that I wanted to either sell it or take the proceeds from it and invest in other things because I didn't want to be tied to a business long-term. I love businesses and working with people and helping scale things. That's fun, but I love it so much more when it's a choice, not a must. When I get to versus have to, it's a big difference for me. So to get to the point where I could invest money in real estate and replace that income That was really cool because now I can be involved in a business on my terms. I don't have to do it, but I get to do it. And the companies I invest in, I can jump in when I want to, and then I can exit when I want to. And Mm. I don't have to put in long hours and I don't have to put in any hours. And to me, that's great because if I don't have to do it, then it becomes this luxury that I get to do, that I have the privilege of doing. There's just a shift in mindset that happens when you don't need the money. And for me, it just started out buying real estate. You know, if you read my book, it's uh, you know, it's it's an unsexy asset class by the sound of it. It's mobile home parks, but the financials on them are very sexy. And so I started doing that about 15 years ago, and uh, it created a ton of passive income. These properties have all appreciated tremendously over this period of time, and it's still something that I like today.
0: So I want to move into a little bit of like the state of the state right? The, the why behind the what. And I'm not I'm not going to ask you to make all kinds of predictions and forecasts, but I do think your book and your message and your belief system is incredibly timely. And I know that you speak to the why behind the what and, and, and the timing of this message. Um, explain to us, Justin, why you think now more than ever before, putting yourself in a position uh, to consider lifestyle investing is so important.
1: We're entering into uncharted... <laughs> Uh, territory here, you know, we're we're in unprecedented times with a just a spending uh, just this spending frenzy like we've never seen before. You know, people were outraged at one point in time when uh, you know there was the government was spending a trillion dollars like that was unheard of. It's crazy, and now we're uh, approving stimulus packages for. You know, four trillion dollars and different, you know, an infrastructure bill and a this and a that. I mean, 10 trillion dollars, over 10 trillion dollars, you know, in the last year. This is unheard of. And so to me, we're in just a crazy time because we've got money being printed like it's never been printed before. I mean, this dwarfs what happened back in 08. This is not even close. I mean over $10 trillion, so think about this, of all the money that is in circulation right now, today, half of it was created last year. In about a year's period of time, half of the money that is out there is just new, it's just printed and technically it's not printed, it's just added to ledgers and given to these banks where they can you know, lend it out and make more money and the reality is is like monetary supply expands i mean so people that don't understand inflation it always cracks me up you know and when these pundits are like oh yeah you know there's there's inflation and there's just a little bit inflation's easy if you print more money the money becomes worth less prices go up that is inflation so anyone who says that inflation isn't happening or isn't happening at a high clip is crazy if we just printed the most money we've ever printed in the history of the world and and it is much higher than the 2 to 3% that they projected and say that it is i mean it's it's more in the 5 to 10% realm and that's going to show up at some point people are going to realize this the reality is The money that you have, if you're just saving it, if you're not getting a return, if you're not getting better than 10% return on your money, you're probably losing money. Maybe, you know, 9% when you account for fees and taxes and inflation and everything else. So that's something to think about and something to consider. But there's a way to combat it. And that's in finding other assets, other investments where the upside's great, but it doesn't have to be super risky. You know, a lot of the best deals I've ever done have not been risky, but maybe if you don't have an education around it, if you haven't spent time, it might sound risky. Uh, and at the end of the day, I think buying assets is smart. You buy assets that appreciate in value, they appreciate in tandem with the money being printed, right? So that's one way to like hedge a devaluing dollar, a deflating dollar, right? A, a, a dollar that every day you hold it is worth less and less and less. Um, that's a that's a really good way. And what if that asset can provide cash flow to live on today as well? So now it's growing at the rate that money's being printed or or fabricated, right? And uh, and then if you've got cash flow to cover your expenses, well, now you're buying your time back. And that is the greatest treasure is getting your time to be able to do whatever it is that you want to do. And for everyone, it's different. And whoever you want to spend your time with, and that's different for everyone. And so having like a blueprint and a map towards that, I think is just invaluable.
0: All right. We're going to do quick hits here. Can we do that? Quick hits. Justin Donald's favorite quote, your favorite quote.
1: Go. you know, that we're doing now what others won't. So in the future, we can do what others can't. Wow. Um, but I cannot assign the who of that.
0: That's all right. You don't have, hey, this is your episode, man. So maybe it's, I don't know who that was, but we'll look it up later. For right now, it's Justin Donald. Um, your favorite book, besides your own, besides Lifestyle Investor, <laughs> favorite book?
1: You know, I, I don't read a lot of fiction these days. So, uh, I'm, so I'm, I'm so much into like, educating myself. Um, I love Naval Ravikant's uh, new book, The The Almanac of Naval Ravikant. I think that is really uh, a unique look
0: on time and uh, your resources. I love it. And and I'm, we're going to leave the audience with this, and then I'm going to brag on you for a second before I let you go. Um, what advice, Any any last pieces of advice that you want to give to our listeners? And it could be about this topic of, you know, lifestyle investing or otherwise, right? Um, what advice would you want to leave our listeners with? Well,
1: one of the things I say at the end of each of my podcast episodes is to take some form of action today, whatever it is, it might be a small step, but take some step towards a life by design, not a life by default. And I would just encourage you to, to take action on whatever that is. Like to, what, what's the step you can take today to get closer to financial freedom, and that's it. And uh, and I would also say like your peer group and your coaches and your mentors are as influential, if not more influential than anything else that you probably do.
0: Well, this is the part of our podcast, the part of today's episode where I want our listeners to pause, to stop listening and to go follow. So hit pause, go follow Justin Donald. You'll be glad that you did. Uh, go order the book Lifestyle Investor. You'll be glad that you did and lean into Justin's content. Um, Justin, I know that you have a mastermind, you have a masterclass, you do private coaching for a very select group of people. And as I understand it right now, there's a wait list for your private coaching. Um, And obviously you're working on some other big projects, but where can people find you today? If they're, if they want to find you, if they want to lean into some of the work that you're doing and your content, where do they go to find you? Yeah. So my main
1: website is justindonald.com. And you can really find anything on there that you want. Uh, for your audience, though, I wanted to give them an opportunity to get uh, a free book. They just have to pay for the shipping. So if they go to lifestyleinvestorbook.com, uh, there'll be an opportunity to get a free book, some other you know free bonus stuff as well. Uh, and then all the proceeds of the book. Um, go to charity. They go to an organization called Love Justice International, which is an organization that stops human trafficking. They're in 17 countries around the world and continuously expanding. Uh, but last month, they rescued over 500 children, which is uh, exciting and so sad in the same breath that, that it's that rampant. Uh, and by the way, it's that rampant in the U.S. as well. Um, so, that to me is like a great opportunity. My book to me, I want it to mean something from an education standpoint, but then also I want the, the, you know, the, the profits, the money, the, the dollars to do something as well. So, uh, that's a great starting point, but, uh, you know, my podcast is on my main, my main website, justindonald.com. I've got an online course, a masterclass, Um, And those are kind of like the introductory uh, stages. And then there is a mastermind that is application uh, based and there's a a wait list for that right now. But um, we have openings that do happen periodically. Uh, and then the private coaching the the wait list is pretty long at this point, and I'm only coaching four people a year, and and it's uh, it's a pretty significant commitment. So,
0: well, Justin, I just want to say thank you for being you. Uh, thanks for the good news that you're putting out into the world, and um, you know, to me, your life's work is defined this way in this statement and this original quote from Justin Donald. It really should be about lifestyle first, not profit. And your heart behind your work shines through. I love, man, that the proceeds are going to charity. Uh, that you're walking your talk, that you don't respond to every email. I love that there was a two-week delay. I used to acknowledge the fact that, hey, Jordan, there are other people in my life that are more important than you. And I was busy investing in those people. So sorry, I didn't get back to you for two weeks. Um, we need more of that uh, in the world and, and not just in the world, but in the business community, um, in, in the community where people are investing and they're affluent. They've been trusted with uh, great resources. And so you're just a shining light in that space for so many people. And again, I just wanted to say thanks for your heart, uh, thanks for stewardship. Thanks for being an example uh, for so many other people. So uh, for our listeners, go follow Justin Donald. Um, check this guy out. Trade your money for time. Uh, we, too many people are trading time for money. And uh, gosh, we got to take off the golden handcuffs to buy back our time. Uh, support your family. Love on the people that are closest to you. And uh, don't be a slave to your work. Justin, thanks for being with us, man. Appreciate you. Look forward to following your journey for many years to come.
1: Thanks, Jordan. I appreciate you having me. And uh, I've just had so much fun. You ask great questions. You're super engaging. You're high energy. And I just love what you're doing with your show. And uh, I appreciate
0: the time. Thanks, brother. Be well. Catch you soon. You've listened to another episode of the Montgomery Company's podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Montgomery, and I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in today. I know that you could be listening to other podcasts, that you could be spending your time in a different way, and it just means a lot that you would tune into our show and uh, spend some time at the Montgomery Company's community. If you would like rate review or share this podcast with other people that would be fantastic it helps us increase the exposure and the visibility in an effort to move our mission of impact forward i also want to give a shout out to james roth and john cho of storyline multimedia for all the work that they do behind the scenes to put these shows together and to produce these shows for our audience i trust that you have a fantastic day be well be great and we'll catch you next time